Hello, good morning, good evening, happy whatever day it is for you. Today is Wednesday and I am a single dog mom of three today. Troy is out of town on a work trip. How fucking convenient. Um, if you watch my stories the other day, I had a dream that he cheated on me with this little slut mermaid named Ariel. Um, and I woke up at 4.45 pissed and he wasn't here to yell at. So when he FaceTimed me, I gave him lots of attitude that he deserved. Obviously, first thing I did was check his location. He's actually in uh, Minnesota, Missouri. I don't know the difference between the two. He's not in Florida at Disney World, which is where the dream was. Um, so, you know, just things are going well. And I think that I had that dream because um, this past week we were in Cape Cod with Troy's family. I'm obsessed with his niece, Sophia. She's the cutest little thing in the whole wide world, but she loves uh, Little Mermaid. And she sat on my lap and I sang to her, probably, she probably wanted to kill me, all the Little Mermaid songs. And that's why I had nightmares about that skank like if you watch disney world movies they're all like it's so fucked up like why is no one like overweight or slightly like bigger than a size double zero like if you look at ariel she has like the perfect coke i'm like that is not achievable that is not real anyway um what else was i going to say i don't really know um so today we are going to dive into um relationships now i if you go back in my highlights, I have like advice one, advice two, all the way. I think I'm up to like six full highlights now. You can have like a hundred slides in each. If you go back, like I, this is when I was single and then when I dated a douche lord and then when I was single again, like I just have, you know, 600 plus slides of my thoughts. So if you are an OG follower, um, been following me for a while, then you have might have heard some of these things. But now that I'm in like the best relationship of my life, um, he, I, anyway, um, I just get a lot of requests to speak in depth about our relationship a little bit more, um, put it up on my Instagram, a little box, so you guys can ask some questions, which I will answer. Um, hold on, I do have some notes and I did call Troy this morning. I was like, hey, a lot of people are requesting, we chat about our relationship and pretty much I was just asking for compliments, but I was like, why do you, um, like, what do you, why do you think our relationship is so perfect? Like, what do you love about it? Why do you think blah, blah? And he, he's a talker. If you know Troy, Troy can talk. Um, and he, you know, for like 45 minutes, rambled off in a good way. Um, hi, Dallas. So many things about why our relationship works, why there's so much trust, communication, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to get into that. Um, he was like, babe, make sure you take like, have like some bullet points, have like an order that you're going to speak in. Otherwise you're going to forget what you said. Then you're going to yell at me and it's just going to, I'm not going to yell at him, but I would yell at myself. So I'm first going to, God bless you. Jeez. What the? God, sorry. Uh, okay. Are we done? Um, three dog mom. Sorry. Um, so we're first going to get into like why I think, and, and sorry, we're, I'm going to talk about Troy and I's relationship, right? Things that work, uh, why I think blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, I'm going to get into your guys' questions. They're just like, they were the little short questions. I'll answer them, but this is kind of, kind of going to like paint the story of, uh, us, I guess. Anyway. So first going to chat about like who we were before, uh, we started dating, like why it just instantly clicked. And then I'll get into like the, our first couple weeks of dating. And you know, we're only like, 
what is it? Not that I'm counting two weeks away from our one year anniversary. So, um, you know, things that we are now, how are we a year in, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, and this is going to mix into with stuff that Troy thinks. And it's crazy because sometimes when Troy talks, like when he was talking this morning, I'm like, have you listened to like all my highlights? Because you're literally saying every single thing that I think. So I have always said this, right? And this is from learning experiences. I'm not saying I've always been like this because I have not, okay? But who you are when you want, like who you are, what you think about yourself, what you want, your confidence level, your level of self-worth, who you are when you walk into a first date is everything, okay? You could be going to sit down with someone who would be a perfect match for you in all of these sort of ways. But if you have low self-esteem, you're, you give off like a desperate energy, you're gonna turn that person off. Where if you actually just believed in your self-worth when you sat down with that person, it's going to click much faster. Does that make sense? So Troy and I talk a lot, right? Like we were we have both obviously had previous relationships. They did not work out uh, for many different reasons. And when we came together, we both kind of ironically had um, said to our friend, he said it to his family. He was actually up at the lake where we were this past week. And I was out to Mexican dinner with three of my friends. And I said to them, you know what? Like, I'm okay I am just so happy being alone. I don't need, I feel like I don't need anyone to complete me. Like I love spending time. I love all my friends. I feel like I'm in such an amazing place in my life. And he had said to his family, I would be so, like, I'm just okay if I'm just like the fun uncle for a little bit. Like I have no desperation to like get into a relationship, blah, blah, blah. So how Troy and I met is, uh, the Millers, not Jen and Luke, who you might know, but Lauren and Luke, kind of weird. Those Millers, they are my neighbors, right? And Troy is friends with Luke and obviously knows Lauren too. So anyway, he had been in relationships I had. They pretty much set us up. They said, you know, Lauren, I was out to dinner with Lauren and she was like, dude, you like, I think that you and this guy Troy would hit it off. You know, he, she was showing me pictures of him on the lake. And I was like, hottie. Um, and then they were doing the same about me. Right. So when we first went on a date, so then he, you know, if we need to get nitty gritty about it, which we don't, but he like slid into my DMS and <laughs> he was like, Hey, like I hear you like tequila and love your dogs. Like, so do I. And I was like, sweet. He said it much more normally than that. But you know, when someone slides into your DMs and it's either really fucking creepy or it's like very normal, he was very normal. He was like, Hey, can, uh, then we like said a couple things. Hey, can I take you out to dinner? hundred percent. Um, so anyway, so, but we were just so in a place of like, not desperately wanting someone and so okay with who we were and are as people, right? I went into that and I was like, hey, if this works, this is awesome. And if it doesn't, I don't really give a fuck. Like I'm not, I'm not like 
You know what I mean? And that's how he was too. And then I opened the door and he was standing there and I was like, holy fuck. Like my literal like vagina started to tingle if I'm being totally transparent. Like, and it was just since that moment. And I mean this 1000% like hand on heart. And still to this day, I have never once questioned that man's intentions. Like he is not he wasn't like love bombing me. That's when someone is like a narcissistic motherfucker. And they're like, I love you so much. Let's get married, blah, blah, blah. Like it was so easy and natural. And our first date went into the bathroom and texted my friends. And I was like, I'm fucking in love. Like this guy is just, we talked for hours and hours. And like, when we left the first date, he was like, I need to see you again. Texted me when he got home, blah, blah. Like all the stuff that I talk about, that is what, you wait for. You do not get into a space where you are like wondering or not that you don't get into the space. You don't like what isn't it is when you are questioning what that person wants, right? There's obviously a little bit of like, oh, does he like me? Like blah, blah, blah. But I knew every day (laughs) that he wanted to see me. He would make plans to see me as we were ending a date. Like he, he, he made sure that I knew that he was interested in me. He wasn't like, Oh my God, I love you. I want to marry you. Like, come on, come on, come on. But it was, it was so like real and genuine. And I literally still get butterflies when he walks in the door. And I just have never felt so loved and protected and respected. And we would, you know, there were nights when we would literally talk face to face to each other until four in the morning. Like he knows every single thing about me. I know every single thing about him, like the good, the bad, the ugly, past relationships, shortcomings, what motivates you, what you want for a future. Like we are on the same page about everything. And sometimes he'll say something. I'm like, you know, I, I really don't, I, I don't agree with that. Like, this is what I think. And he's like, oh yeah, like I, I can see that. I still think this way, but yeah, I can totally, like there's so much respect and love. And like, I have just never in my life felt so like sure about something. So I remember like four months into the relationship, he was like, Gretch, you literally um, are the same person today that you were the first day that I met you. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, of course I am. And he's like, I can't tell you how many people I have dated And they like fake who they are. They say that they like certain things or that they are a certain way. And then, you know, you can't fake that for so long, right? Like people obviously in the, in the first couple months, weeks, whatever of dating, they put out, they put their, their, their best foot forward, but you can't fake it for that long. Right. Um, and what I, I've said this before on my Instagram, like, If you fake who you are in the beginning of a relationship because you want that other person to like you, then you literally are going, like, let's say that Troy loved to, like, play fucking racquetball. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I love racquetball. And I, like, go and I get a fucking racquetball outfit, spend $300 on a fucking sword thing that you hit back and forth. And then in, like, a year, I'm stuck playing motherfucking racquetball. Like what, you're literally setting yourself up to do something that you don't want to, like, why would you do that? Like 
He hunts. He loves to hunt. Do I want to fucking go hunting? Absolutely not. Like he asked, he used to ask me, he's like, oh, do you want to do this? If I was like in a desperate state of mind and I wanted him to like me and I wanted, you know, that uh, connection with him or something, I would, you know, I'd be like, yes, of course I love hunting, blah, blah, blah. Do No, fuck no. I was like, oh no, like, no thanks. You go ahead. Have a nice time. I'm going to go get some margaritas with my girlfriends. See you fucking tomorrow. Um, and that's, you know, he talks, he was, when he was talking to me this morning, he's like, there's just so much respect for you, for how you literally just do what you want to do. And you will tell me with no fear that like, you don't want to do something. Like when we go out to eat and stuff, no, I don't always know what I, but I'm not like, like I have an opinion and I am good with sharing that. And he respects the shit out of that. I'm not a doormat. I'm not just like doing whatever he wants to do. I'm not a bitch about it. I ask him what he wants to do sometimes. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a confidence level still a year into the relationship. Would I die and cry and whatever? If he left me, I would chop him up into pieces before that happened. But like, yes, it would be so sad and I would be devastated, but would my life fucking go on? Yes. And would his life go on? A hundred percent. But do we agree that our lives are so much better? And I probably could, you, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, so that is very like apparent for us. There is no changing in who we are. I'm not trying to change him. He is not trying to change me. And the big thing too, is like, we don't have, I don't like view him and our relationship as like, a relationship. I'm not like, um, I, does that make sense? Like I'm, I'm not, people are like, oh, how do I say this? Sorry. had to collect my thoughts. People like romanticize a relationship. They're like, they want a relationship. They want a husband. They want to be married. They want babies. It's like, no, I just love the shit out of you as a human being, how you treat me, how you make me feel, what I think of you in my future. Like, that is what I love. I don't, I'm not like, oh, my boy, I have a boyfriend. Thank goodness. And, and then I'm going to have a husband. It's like, no, I get to spend the rest of my life with you. Maybe one day. Um, somebody asked when Troy was proposing. I don't fucking know. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> like, uh, do you think he's going to tell me? Like, hey, on August 3rd, I'm going to propose to you. Well, that already passed, pal. So a little bit behind the game. You know what I mean? So reading back on my notes from what Troy was chatting about, one of the big, his favorite thing about our relationship is obviously my smoking hot body, just kidding. And our communication, like we truly do talk about every single thing. Like there is so much um, like support. We talk about our jobs, our careers, our dreams, our shortcomings. We celebrate the shit out of each other. Like Troy has changed jobs in our relationship. Like that was a big, you know, like there was a lot of things to chat about in that, but so supportive. Um, we motivate each other. We hold each other accountable. Like we push each other out of bed to get to the gym, gym downstairs. Um, we are so transparent, right? Like we are literally like best friends and we became best friends very fast. Like he's the first person I want to call when something good happens. And he said the same thing, vice versa. So we're not trying to 
like uh, change anything, hide anything, nothing like that. So he also said, we both, like I have weird anxiety. He has a little bit of weird anxiety, but he said that we like go back and forth seamlessly with being each other's rock, right? Like when I'm down, he's the rock. When he's down, I'm the rock. Like it just so easily flows back and forth. And anyway, still a year in, you know, 16 days, whatever it is from our one year relationship uh, or one year anniversary, um, we are just, I don't know guys, like I guess it's hard to explain, but I have been in relationships where it's like, you're, you, it's almost like you make excuses for someone and you're like, it's, yeah, but he does this and this, oh, but you know, he doesn't really compliment me or this and this, but uh, like he does drink a lot, whatever it's something that you don't like that they are doing and you end up making excuses for them. In my opinion, not every relationship is butterflies and roses all the time, right? Like there's going to be very hard things that you go through in a relationship. But if you don't have the bones, what's the song by Marin Marin Morris? The house don't break if the bones are strong, something like that. Like you don't have the bones of a relationship, like a solid foundation, then you're going to crumble when bad shit happens. So in my opinion now is like, I wouldn't want to go through anything that is terrible without him because he knows everything about me and my mindset and he respects me and loves me for who I actually truly am that there, there's like no one else who I would like want to pick up the pieces with me, if that makes sense. Um, so I just think that it's so, I remember people used to tell me, oh, not every relationship is supposed to be all great, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just, I get that. Like not everything, it's not going to be butterflies every day. And it's not going to be having wild, crazy sex every day and everything's smiley and perfect. No, it's not. But at the end of the day, when I sleep next to him, it's like the, God, this is so fucking corny, but you know what I mean? Like, fuck, like you have to wait for that. You cannot settle for anything less than a feeling of like, this person is my best friend would go through the ends of the earth for me. And I would do the same. Like I genuinely feel like that man would do anything for me and I would do the same. And I remember all, like I think back to these relationships, right? Like my friend Taylor came down, visited me, was meeting um, an ex of mine for the first time we went out and she was like crushing like, why is he literally staring at all of these women? And I was like, oh, he's not. And she's like, no, like he's dead ass, like doing this. And then lo and behold, he was cheating on me. Like, it's just, there's so many things that I feel. And that's, that's, that's life, right? Like we all have to go through those mistakes. I have to, I like was blind to so many motherfucking red flags that now I see a red flag, like it's fucking waving in my face. Okay. So anyhow, I'm going through, I'm like scrolling through these questions in my little question box. Um, there's a ton, but a lot of them are, uh, there's a lot of repeats in here and I'm seeing a lot about finances, income, splitting bills and stuff. That is such a scenario based question, like truly couple by couple. Um, it's going to be different in my opinion, for everyone. Um, I, you know, some people, when they get married, they believe in combining income. Some people have separate accounts and they have one account that, uh, you know, is shared for like bills and stuff. My opinion is um, it's 
I don't think that things should be 50-50 if there is a difference in income, right? If one person makes a lot more money than the other person and, you know, it's just such a tricky question. Like, I just think it's so different for everyone. If someone, let's say you make so much more money than your significant other and you want to have a specific car that's very nice, right? You, in my opinion, shouldn't have the expectations that your significant other who makes significantly less money than you should be helping you to pay for that car because you guys could just get a car that your significant other could afford and split, but you're choosing to get a nicer one because you make more money. Does that make sense? So like, it's the same with a house. You know what I mean? And again, I just think it's, and someone asked like, how soon do you guys start talking finances? Well, um, it, when it comes to like, uh, obviously when he moved into my house, like this is my house, then we started talking, Hey, what are we going to split here and there? But like, as far as like dinners and all that stuff, like we really, we, we did it, we do it pretty 50, 50. It's not like we throw down two cards and we ask him to split in the middle, but it's very, uh, split. I think you guys probably know, if you know me, I don't fucking cook. Not my thing. I bake sometimes, especially in the winter. So excited to get really fat. Um, but I don't cook. I don't like to. Troy loves to cook and he's a phenomenal cook. So I buy the groceries. He cooks the meal. We have that down, down pat. Sometimes he picks up the wine. Sometimes I pick up the wine. It's never been, it's been so back and forth and we are so transparent. He knows exactly how much money I make. I know exactly how much money he makes. Like, so there are times when one other of us is picking up something that someone, you know what I mean? Like, it's just very honest and open. I'm not trying to make him feel any sort of way. He's not trying to make me feel any sort of way, if that makes sense. It's just, I guess when we first started dating, like we weren't chatting about, hey, how much money do you make? But you know, like I said before, we are very open about our successes and all this stuff. And I'm sure that when he, I was like, hey, I just earned this trip to London that he wasn't like, oh, I'm but you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he wasn't like, oh, this person isn't a little bit successful. Right. Like, I, I think that it it started to just come out um, about both of our successes, I guess. I don't fucking know. It's such an awkward question. I'm getting very awkward about it. Um but I think it's just such a scenario-based question and it's couple by couple, but it makes it a lot fucking easier if you have communication down to a pat. Like communication is lubrication. That needs to be like the foundation of your relationship. And there needs to be so much trust and respect that it's like, hey, I'm uncomfortable paying for this. I can't afford this. Um, if you want to do, you know what I mean? It has to be so like open about that. So. I don't know. That's my thought. Another person asked, um, like, would you buy a house with Troy? I, and this is for all women out there, and this is also for all men, in my opinion, I will never buy something with someone who I'm not married to. I think that that is such a silly goose of a mistake. And I've seen it happen to many, many people where they buy houses, properties, go into business, whatever, without being married. And yes, you can obviously get divorced and that could be a shit show as well. But um, 
I just do not believe in going into any sort of financial bind with someone who you are not engaged or married to. I just think that that's really silly, in my opinion. Okay, next question. How do you trust someone new after the last person broke your trust so badly? Here is my blunt opinion. That is none of their fucking responsibility, in my opinion. If you, before you get into something with someone else, you need to assess your your thoughts, your feelings, your baggage, whatever you want to call it. If you need to go to therapy, if you need to spend six months alone, I did that. Like, you need to really let that go. And you can, in my opinion, it you cannot bring that into a new relationship. That is so unfair to the other person. And yes, a lot of people are like, you know, you, you get in a relationship with someone, they should um, accept your baggage, help you unpack it. Yes, I 100% agree. For example, the relationship with like my mother, right? Like that is, that is emotional baggage for me, yes? And Troy knows all about it. And he talks to me when I'm sad and blah, all that stuff, but it has nothing, I, I'm not, I'm not bringing into our relationship stuff about like my shitty ex-boyfriends. And he's not doing this, he's not doing about his shitty ex-girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like it's, Everybody has baggage. Everybody has emotional things that they go through, trauma, whatever that is. But when it comes to relationships, in my opinion, you should talk about it and you should be very open. This is what happened. This is how this made me feel. But if someone came into a relationship with me and they were like, hey, my girlfriend cheated on me um, and it made me really sad. And so you are going to have to work so hard to gain my trust because that person cheated on me. So I think you're going to cheat on me. How fucking fair is that? Like, what, what did I, like, you know what I mean? That's just my blunt opinion that you're saying like, how do I trust someone new when someone old treat, like, well, why don't you? Why are you relating the same two people? Make sure that you're being very aware of red flags like you would in any sort of new relationship. But like, that is, not fair, in my opinion, whatsoever. Okay, also a lot of sex questions, my favorite topic. Um, someone said like, what is your frequency of adult sex time? My husband and I are roommates at this point and I hate it. Again, comes back to communication. You have to be able to have those types of conversations. Like everyone's weird, not everyone. A lot of people are weird about money. A lot of people are weird about sex and the topic. Like sex is a very important part of a relationship in my opinion. It's like, I don't know how to say it other than like, I think it's really important. Troy thinks it's really important. So we're both on the same page about that. Like we are with every fucking other thing. So uh, if I, if it was getting to a point, like we'll sometimes transparently, like look at each other and be like, damn, we haven't had sex in like two days. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, it's very open. Like we <laughs> love to have sex with each other, um, which is a great thing. Very important thing. Um, like some people saying how to keep the intimacy going the longer that you're together. Well, we still are in like the very honeymoon stage. Someone asked like, Hey, what are some cute things that you guys do? 
Sorry, Troy. I'm just going to call us out right now. We are so fucking corny and I love it. Like I have a huge smile on my face because it's so cute. But literally (laughs) we wake up in the morning and the first thing out of his mouth is good morning, baby. I love you. (laughs) And I say the same thing and it's so corny, but it's like, so anyway, we're still in like that phase, but we've been in that phase since (laughs) since we've like lived together People ask, how has your relationship changed since you lived together? It's literally just gotten better. Like I'm like borderline, like obsessed with him. And he says the same thing to me. So I don't feel creepy saying that. But like, uh, so for sex, um, I remember I like was in a relationship where sex was like not in. Like we weren't having it. It wasn't good. It wasn't fun, anything. You know what I mean? And it's like, there was no communication about it. It was just like, it felt like a chore. Fuck that. If you are with someone and you think that's a chore, you either need to talk about it and like watch some videos. I don't know, fucking people like to role play. That's not really my thing. I think that's fucking weird for me. Um, uh, Get a toy. I don't know, whatever you want to do to like spice it up. Troy and I are pretty good just body on body looking at each other, to be honest. But you know, when we're together for 10 years, maybe uh, we'll need to do some of those things. But Also, I think it's, and I know that this is said a lot, you gotta date each other. Like again, Troy and I are still in the mushy gushy stage and I hope we always will be, but you have to like, like just how you would plan to like go out with your girlfriends, right? Like everybody's fucking busy. Someone asked, how do you guys, uh, something, something because you guys are both so busy. Um, We plan, like we don't plan sex, obviously it just kind of magically happens. Um, Ew, I'm so disgusting, I'm so sorry. But we, we have, we don't have like set date nights. I know a lot of people do and that works, especially when kids get involved and there's all these fucking schedules. Like, hey, Saturday is for mom and dad. Like that's what we're doing. That, and I love that. I think that's so important. I'm different topic, but I'm a big believer when you have children. Again, I don't have children. So take this with a grain of salt that the husband and relation, the husband and wife relationship is so, is the most important relationship, Right. I think it's more important than the relationship with the children. Again, that's just me because I think that that bond is what creates the family unit. Anyway, different topic that maybe I'll talk about one day when I have a family. Um, but you have to like, you know, if if you've been in a relationship for multiple years, like leave a cute note on their windshield or say something that you haven't said to them in a really long time. Like, it's just like with, this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, but it's just like with sales, right? If you get into a slump with sales, okay, let's go back to what was working. What made me make sales, right? It's just like, okay, what was what did we do in the beginning? What kept it spicy? Like, what were we, oh, we were always going on hikes with the dogs and we'd go get margaritas at this one place after. Hey, let's go do that again. We haven't done that in like a year. When's, make, can you, can you do a staycation? Can you like go to a hotel in your town and stay there? Um, do you guys, did you guys used to like cook dinner at home? Can you try a new meal? Can you have like a no phone rule at the dinner table? There's just, um, I'm not deep into that yet. Um, so maybe I'll come back to that question in a couple of years, but I've been in relation, uh, one of my longest relationship was eight years. And I think that it's just so important. And what we didn't do is, well, we didn't work out for many reasons, but we also stopped dating each other. And we literally did just become roommates. That was like very, um, mundane, not mundane, uh, routine. 
like did the same exact things. And if you switch it up, you know, get HelloFresh, start making different meals together, go on walks, uh, go to a, have a fucking picnic, like decide one Saturday of a month that you guys are going to spend the whole entire day together and plan it out and make it really fun. Something that you guys like to do together. Go fucking play bingo, get in a rollerblading league. I don't, you know, man, my advice is just so spot on today. Rollerblading fucking league. Wow. Okay. Someone else um, said, do y'all ever argue? Have you had your first fight yet? And this is another really corny fucking thing about us. Um, and I literally just went on my phone and you know how you can like search your text messages. And I said, first fight. <laughs> and... <laughs> It was a text to Jen, my friend Jen, and I said, oh my God, I can't wait to tell you about the actual first fight that Troy and I got in the other day. And she said, if it's about how much you love each other again, I don't want to hear it. And I said, it's not. So who knows what that was about, but I, (laughs) and literally was like, Troy and I just got in a huge fight about who loves each other more. We're that couple. It's disgusting, honestly. Um, I think the first fight we got in was when he didn't fucking um, renew his passport for our trip to Cabo. So I went to Cabo fucking alone. Um, That was not good. Um, And it was, it was definitely an argument. Here's how I know that I am in love with Troy. Because I cared a lot about how he felt. I cared a lot about like not, I wanted him to know that I was pissed the fuck off and that he was an idiot, but I didn't want him to feel really bad. And usually when I would be in relationships before, I would try to drag that motherfucker through the, through the mud. And I was like, you're, you know what I mean? I would be kind of mean, like not very nice. And I remember telling my friends, I'm like, oh my, and they were like, oh my God, like one idiot. Like, aren't you so pissed? And I was like, yes, but I just like, can't be mad at him. Like, he's just so sweet. Um, and you know what I mean? So, but other than that, um, maybe I should text him ask what kind of fights we've been in. We really don't. Um, hold on. Let me text him. Okay. He said, no, one time I ate your mac and cheese though. And you were pissed. Get that. Um, okay, so I'm going to read these three messages that I got. And if you are listening, I'm not going to say your name. I would like love to chat with you. So uh, because I feel like something is going on and we need to like work through this. So she sent three separate messages saying, do you get insecure when girls you think are prettier than you are around Troy? Second message, how to trust that your partner only wants you when you feel majority of girls are prettier? Three, do you get jealous or insecure when Troy's around other beautiful women with or without you? So no one is prettier than, no, I'm just kidding. Like, um, no, I do not. I am, I've said this before, I'm an unnecessarily confident person, okay? If you've seen pictures of me in college, I was a troll. I was a Jersey Shore ghetto troll, to be honest. I was, I had brown, like orange leather skin from, I literally went to the school, to school in Myrtle Beach. My hair was crispy and like bleach blonde and crunchy with Garnier fruit teeth. My 
I would wear like tank tops as dresses. You could see the bottom of my butt cheeks, not in a cute way. And I was chugging white Russians on the dance floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the hottest bitch here. Like you couldn't, you couldn't tell me otherwise. And like, nobody talked to me. Nobody ever came up to me and said anything because I was chugging white Russians. And they were like, this bitch is literally chugging whole milk. Um, But I... To be honest, now in my normal day, when I'm in the reality, um, I I don't because I'm very aware that every, so many people are prettier than me. They're going to be smarter than me, more successful than me, um, sexier than me, better bodies. Like, but that uh, I, I'm not trying to be the, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm very aware of that. Like, and everybody should be. There's always going to be someone prettier than you, smarter than you, whatever. Like that is just life. But I have never once, uh, Troy has never once made me feel like I am inadequate. He's not staring at them. He's not saying, you know, it's just like not a, I just don't feel insecure around him. And I will say I have felt insecure around other men. And it's not because I'm insecure necessarily about myself. I'm insecure about the relationship. And I feel like I'm not getting what I want and to feel secure from them. So they're therefore in turn, whenever I would see someone who's prettier than me, I would be like, oh, well, they probably like are looking at them when in reality, they probably worked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, what was I just going to say? Was going to say something along the lines when she wrote that, how do you, how to trust that your partner only wants you when you feel majority of girls are prettier. That is putting your self-worth in just how you look. Like, I trust Troy only wants me for many reasons, not just because he thinks that I'm attractive, if that makes sense. Like, I have so much trust in our relationship. I don't think he's like some scumbag that's going around like looking for someone to like have sex with behind my back, if that makes sense. And it, based on your messages, um, it just sounds like you are, you need to find your self-worth inside of yourself and realize that you are probably beautiful and and perfect just the way you are, but people will always be prettier than you. And you can't be living in a world where like you don't trust the person that you're with because you feel insecure. Now, if that person has been a douche motherfucker, then we need to kick him to the curb. It is actually so funny how many responses I get when I do like the question box or I talk about this on my podcast and I get so many, thanks gal, like broke up with my douchebag boyfriend. So hope we're getting a lot of dumping done out of this. Um, but yeah, there, there's just truly no... Um, question. And when you say, do you get jealous or insecure when Troy's around other beautiful women with or without you? I don't. I, I, I just really don't. He's given me no reason to. Um, and I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so secure in our relationship. I'm so secure with myself. If it came out that he was doing that, then would chop that motherfucker into pieces and I would go on and live my life. You know what I mean? It's it's not the end of the world. <laughs> anyway, um, this is a murder podcast now. So someone said, have you ever had any doubts? How did you know he was the one? Uh, 
do you ever fear Troy will cheat on you, especially when he's traveling by himself? No, he goes to fucking the middle of nowhere in Missouri. And even if he was going to Las Vegas, I just, I have no doubts. I really don't. Um, and it's funny. I'm, I'm one of those like annoying girlfriends who all just be like, um, uh, like you haven't said, I love you today. And he's like, I've actually told you three times, but I love you more than anything in the entire world. Like he, he's just, he uh, gets my humor, gets like my, I have like a fake neediness that I find hilarious. Um, and he said that he's never been annoyed with me. So I'm just going to go with that. Um, okay. I actually wanted to share two things that we do that now that I'm like thinking about them out loud, they are very corny. Um, however, I think that it grew our relationship in the beginning so much. So <laughs> this is kind of corny, but we used to say to each other, like, Hey, I have a vulnerability to share. And it would, it, like, I would, I remember like almost peeing my pants when I was like, Oh my God, it's like, what is it? And he would say something like really sweet, like in the very beginning of our relationship, right? And maybe like a couple months in and he would be like, I can picture like a, um, like a future with you. Like, and then obviously as our relationship went on, he would say like, I can picture you being the mother of my children. Like I can picture you as my wife, like stuff like that anyway. But in the beginning, it's all, we used to say that and I would be like, ooh, like I have a vulnerability to share. And it was so, it, it's almost like it like lessens the blow of just being like, I picture you as the father of my children. You know what I mean? It's like, it was so sweet and fucking cute. And I remember the other day, I was like, not the other day, like a couple months ago, I was like, what the fuck? Like we haven't shared a vulnerability in so long. And he was like, babe, like we did that as like a, we wanted to just tell each other that we were like madly in love with each other and obsessed and like wanted to spend the rest of our lives with each other. But that would have been way too fucking weird if we did that. So that's how we like eased into it. Like we both, we would be like smiling ear to ear. It'd be like two in the morning. If you know me, I don't stay up past fucking nine o'clock. And we would be saying this stuff to each other. We knew like he would... <laughs> Sorry, Troy, I'm really calling you out here. But he would play this song for me. I'll put it on my Instagram. But it's literally like talking about the first time that you tell someone that you love them. And he would just play it for me. And I would just sit there and I was like, are you are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> like, and I remember when I was like going to Hawaii, he would send me all these songs and I would send them to my friends and like immediately look up the lyrics. And they were like, oh my God, he's saying that he's in love with you. He's saying that he wants you to be the mother of his children. And I was like, oh my God, is he? And it was so like cute and stupid. But anyway, it was so funny. But if you're like, anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you that. Just that it was, I don't know, say it to someone, <laughs> see if it clicks. Um, but that's another thing that like, we, I, I don't even know if this is a tangible tip other than just saying that we were like so on the same page, but something that we do now, because I just, I think it's me. I think it's me who like loves a corny, like fucking cheesy thing anyway. But now sometimes we say like, Ooh, like what's your word of the day? And it would be like, um, you know, if we sent, or if we were deciding between a couple things to do and we chose one, it would be like, oh, the word of my word of the day today is like compromise. Like we compromise really well and blah or something like that. Or the word of the day is family because we were with his family and it was such a great day. The word of the day is honesty because we shared something. Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like something that's like, or the word of the day is, um, 
like perfection, right? When we had like a hungover set Sunday, just like laying around, loving our dogs, like doing exactly what we wanted to do. The word of the day is same page. That's two words, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just so fucking cute and gorny. Um, let me pause this and see if there's any more before I wrap this motherfucker up. Oh, okay. This is a good one. I did want to touch on Nav- how do- navigating living with someone for the first time, how alone time works, etc. That is, and I've said this on my story before, something that Troy and I are really good at. We are both very independent people. Like I said, before we got together, we were both single for like, I don't know, six months at least, I think, something like that. Um, At least, yeah. And we loved to be alone. We would do things alone and love it. So now when we're together, it's very like, it rare, I'm going to be honest, it rarely needs to happen where I'm like, hey, I'm going to go sit in bed with the dogs and like, I'm going to go to bed early and he's going to like watch a TV show downstairs. I honestly, for the, what, five months we've lived together, four months we've lived together, that has happened once um, because we truly do love to do um, everything together when we are physically together. Like I will like... I don't love to watch TV, but I'll like work on my phone and he'll watch TV and, but we'll sit together and like my legs will be across him sort of thing. Like we can do nothing together. Like we love to play games, like fucking spinners and rummy and all that kind of stuff and drink wine at night. Like we don't have to be doing something crazy, but as far as like, and I, I don't know if this goes hand in hand, if we both have had the transparent conversation, like if I ever did need alone time, like there, there's no, he's not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. Like he goes and plays golf for six hours on a Saturday and I'll go out to brunch with my girlfriends. And like this weekend, he's getting back from his work trip on Friday uh, afternoon. I'm flying out to Houston to see my friends on Friday morning. Like that we have, we do that all the time. Like we are not, it's not like I'm asking him like, Hey, are you okay if I do this? And he's not doing the same He'll, he'll be like, hey, do we have any plans on Saturday? Nope. Okay, cool. I'm going to go play golf. Awesome. Like it's not anyway. So living together is just, it's been honestly so easy. Um, again, it's only been a few months, but I've lived with someone who was very like, what are you doing? Um, this is like, we're supposed to be doing this. Why are you going with your girlfriends? Like a little on the controlling side. And I am the exact opposite of that with what I need. Like if someone tries to put me in a box, tell me what to do. I will fucking run for the hills. And he just knows that is naturally not like that. Um, so, but if it's, if, if you're saying navigating living with someone for the first time, like you've never lived with them again, this all stems back to communication. You have to have that discussion. Hey, I like to have my alone time. So, you know, on Sundays, I want to be in the living room and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I don't want to be judged for it. Like, I don't want to be asked to go do something or pushed to go do it. You need to go find something to fucking do unless you want to sit here with me because this is what I want to do. Like it, it has, and that's another thing that's very important that you have your own life. And that's why it's so important that you take time. If you were in a bad relationship, right? You need to take time to heal from it because If you don't, then you're just bringing that into the next relationship, which is not fair to that other person. And it's not fair to you. And it's not going to work like that. That's just 
a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. So you need to find things that you like to do on your own. You need to have your own life. You need to have at least one good girlfriend, in my opinion. If you don't have one, I've talked about it on other episodes, other things that you can do to have a good girlfriend that you can call, hey, you want to go walk around the park? Do you want to take the dogs out? You want to go grab a margarita at fucking noon on a Wednesday? You know what I mean? Like, just kidding. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's so, so important that you have things that you want to do and that you can do without him because that desperation, I know a few couples, not personally, but uh, whatever, um, who the the, and this is just the girl situation. I'm sure it goes on the other side as well. But like the girl is literally so dependent on the guy, has no friends of her own because she spends all of her time with the guy and has like ditched all of her girlfriends um, to be, everybody knows that type of girl, right? Or maybe you've been that girl before is where you like drop everything to be with the guy. And then the guy is not gonna do the same for you most likely. And so he goes and he has all these friends. And so when he's out with his friends, you're alone and you hate it. And you're texting him, when he came home, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, long story short, um, that that's it. Okay, one more and then I'm done, I promise. Wow, I've been talking for 49 minutes, I'm killing it. Um, could honestly talk for hours. So. This girl said, how do you go about giving and receiving feedback without each other taking it personally? Again, every single thing comes back to communication. I have said before to Troy, like, hey, that hurt my feet. What the fuck was it? He did something. And I said, I said, hey, when you said that that hurt my feelings, you would have thought the fucking world stopped. Like he dropped everything that he was doing. His eyes were like deer in headlights. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Like that was a joke that like crossed the line. I will never say that again, right? Like that, that's that's feedback that I'm giving him. It's something that did hurt my feelings. But if I'm giving him, if we ever are in the situation where I'm giving him feedback, where it's like uh, something is going wrong in our relationship, he's not doing enough, in my opinion, of X, Y, and Z or vice versa, I have so much respect for him, so much respect for our relationship, so much love I know is coming from him that I would be like, you have to have, uh, what's it called? You have to let go of your ego, let go of your pride. And you have to be like, you know what? Look myself in the mirror. You're right. I haven't been doing enough of that. I haven't been giving enough blowjobs. Just kidding. Um, haven't been, you know what I mean? Like you have to look yourself in the mirror. You are the 50% of a relationship. If something's not going, then you, you need to you need to take that constructive criticism and you need to work on it if you have respect for the relationship. And if you're with someone and you give them that feedback and they're not giving that to you, then I don't know, maybe not the right person um, because that's so important. People are not perfect. People don't do things perfectly all the fucking time. Relationships aren't perfect. But if you have that foundation of communication, trust, love, respect, like being someone's best friend, then you can have a conversation about fucking literally anything. And if you can't, then you need to reevaluate, get back to the base, get back to the basics. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's my relationship chat. Troy, if you're listening to this, you're welcome. I expect a podcast about me in return. I will give you the mic. That's what I should fucking do. Isn't that a great idea? Holy shit, I just thought of that. Maybe we can convince Troy that coming up, he can grab the mic and he's just going to talk about everything that he loves about me. Oh my God, this is perfect. Okay, well, I love you guys. I hope there was some sort of value there and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.